The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. And Derek, we're we're being joined by Zoe this week because she heard who has come on to the show or has come back to the show to join us for a third time, making him the newest member of the three-time club. Oh, so honor. and that that club is still very small at this moment um very honor, guys thank you and that By voice- way, I got something about your opening since i did the show the last time i've become friends with ed newmeyer and it so surreal, like texting with him, and it's it's so surreal. So I loved your opening. That's where we took the inspiration from. Was uh, or that's where I took the inspiration for the for the theme was from uh, Starship Troopers. The number one film I've seen the most in the theaters. I've seen it six times in the theaters. Oh wow! Now oh, wow. that's the front half. Did you catch what the inspiration for the second half of the theme is what, what was that it sounded terminator-ish but what was close that? close <laughs> eyes only from dark angel i never got into dark angel so i can't I, I can't find it. i can't find it online you think that's more than be streaming everywhere i can't find it Keep looking i i am gonna keep looking of course the voice that you're hearing Outside of Derek and myself, you know him from a toy store near you, which we're going to talk about season three, if I'm correct. Um, We know him from the movies that made that made us the holiday movies that made us the toys that made us many other shows. Uh, Last time we had him on, we talked about the show, the center chair with the talking about the Star Trek captains. Tonight, we're going to be talking to him as briefly, you know, our time's limited, so we're going to cram as much as we can. We're going to talk behind the attractions. We're going to talk uh, the toy stores, that a toy store near you. We're going to talk RoboForce. We're going to talk Silverhawks. All of this that came out since I initially scheduled this interview when it was just a toy store near you. 
and all of a sudden all this comes out and it's like well it's gonna be a cram fest <laughs> um but i know zoe's got three questions that she wants to start off with uh and this is all about behind the attraction uh because she wants to go have you have you finished it all all five episodes yes okay I'm nice. almost there. I'm almost there. Good job. I beat you. Ha. Hey, I've Good been job. I've been working at one of the parks that's in behind the attractions. So okay, that still doesn't mean you can't watch them when you get home. She's right, you know. I have this to is say. true. So <laughs> shoot. Uh, why do I have to start? Because you're the one who said you you wanted to get to bed, but you wanted to be on the show to talk to Mr. Brian. Okay. <laughs> I don't bite. What do you got? I'm sorry. I was trying to read this. These are not my usual glasses. That help. Thank you. What, why did you choose the certain theme park attractions to do behind the attraction on? That's a great question. So we basically broke down all the attractions into three categories. Category one was like the stuff we had to do that if we didn't do it, people would think we were idiots. So you, we can't do a show like this without Haunted Mansion. True. We can't do a show like this without, you know, Tower of Terror. So that's category one. Category two is attractions that are there have been in the park or parks for a long time, but they're not as marquee as Haunted Mansion or Space Mountain. So we wanted to shine a spotlight on some attractions and give them a little love. And then the third category was, to be honest with you, just something I really wanted to do and I begged Disney to let me do it. And that's coming out in the next batch. And that's all about the hotels. Oh. And I think it's important to do episodes like that. We do it with toys, movies that made us everything where you, you can't always give the audience exactly what they want. You right. sometimes have to say, hey, you trust us with this? Cool. Give this a shot. So that's those are the three categories. So basically, you almost want to do this as a a, a overall series where okay, first we're starting off with attractions, then we're going to go to the resorts, then maybe something else, and eventually have it where it encompasses the entire resorts as a whole worldwide. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be as systematic as that. I wish we were, but. God willing, we get a pickup to make more. We'll do the same thing. You know, we'll do some of the big ones that we skipped. We'll do some of the ones that need a little spotlight. And then hopefully Disney uh, gives me another chance to do uh, another silly little thing that I hope people like. Well, right. So like you did with the toys that made us and everything, because you don't know for sure how much you're going to do, you have to make sure to get there are certain ones you have to make sure to get done first, right? Correct. That's absolutely right. So if we don't make any more toys that made us, obviously I'll be bummed we didn't do, you know, superhero, will. <laughs> McDonald's toys, all of that. 
But oh, yeah. yeah, we had to do Star Wars. We had to do He-Man. We had to do Barbie. So that is what we're trying to do. It's a it's a tricky dance. So same same concept then with behind the attractions. You got to come out swinging hard, swinging heavy, swinging hard, so to speak, I guess, baseball analogy. Um, swing for the fences and, and you go for Jungle Cruise, which seems obvious considering who one of your partners is in this with Dwayne Johnson. How you don't do Jungle Cruise and survive, I don't know. What? Which mountain? Which mountain? That has like a lot of jungle forest. Themes. Well, and then there's another one that you're not old enough to see yet called uh um shoot. Runaway. Runaway. Yes. It it does. Hold on a quick second. All right, you're gonna have to share this. Oh, okay. For recording. <laughs> I grabbed the wrong. Um, so what's your next question? Um during the process of filming behind the attraction, what was the biggest challenge for you? You know, this is going to sound very cliched, but it's a thousand percent true. We we had access to everything and everyone like Disney has multiple archives. Every archive contains millions of documents, millions of pictures. We were able to film within reason wherever we wanted to. So. Like wow. when we were the first cut of the first episode, I swear to God, was almost seven hours long. So <laughs> going from seven hours down to 45 yeah. minutes, that was not easy uh, at all. That was absolutely the hardest part. So you just to make sure I heard that correctly, you're saying the hardest part was to make sure you could get the most important information in a smaller time span. That's exactly right. Okay. Now, for the attractions cast members that were in the shows, did you have to audition them or were they? Disney handled all of that. And we would say to them, we want to go here, here, and here. Who can speak to that? And then they would give us a bunch of people. We would pre-interview them over Skype or Zoom or whatever. And then if everything felt good, when we actually got to the parks, we would shoot them. Okay. So your final question. One more. Here we go. Well, I guess you sort of answered it in question two, but I guess I'll say it anyways. With the like older footage with like Walt in it and opening day stuff, how like was it to explain it in the show and not make it seem so... I guess scientific was that easy? Um, no, it wasn't easy. Um, we had to be very, very careful because Walt is Walt. So he's it, Walt is a very interesting person because, on the one hand, he's a human being, or he was a human being, just like you and me. So you have that person who's a regular human, but then he's also this regular human who built a company out of nothing that 90 plus years later is still inspiring hundreds of millions of people every year. So we had to manage those two parts of him and do it in a very respectful way. But we also wanted to make sure it wasn't boring or, you know, to use another baseball analogy straight down the middle. Did I use that analogy properly? I'm not a, I'm not a sports guy. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Excellent. Uh, anything else? I'll take that as a no. Ah, 
Those are great questions. Those are some of the best questions I ever been asked. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. This is why the two of us do a show together on our own. I get it. So, because she she has become a natural. So, uh, of the five episodes that have come out, do you have a favorite? <laughs> uh, I don't have a favorite episode, but I am slightly biased towards anything Star Wars related. So... If somebody put a like a gun to my head and said, hey, you can't cop out and say, I don't have a favorite episode, I would have to go with Star Wars. One of my favorite things we did was the shot of the simulator with the real pilots in the simulator and out the window, you could see the footage uh, from the attack on Death Star 2. That's one of my favorite things we've ever done <laughs> ever. Um, so... Bye. So it was just stuff like that that gave me a lot of satisfaction. So you're you're saying the the where when they went to the facility that they were going to get the gimbals from with the flight simulators, the the, the military was using attack of Death Star two. No, 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 no. Oh. We we did that. We did okay. that. Okay. So we were given footage. <laughs> of the regular test pilots in the simulator. And then we CGI'd out the real footage that was out the window. Okay. And okay. We put in the footage from the attack on death star two. Okay. <laughs> that works. So, so on a related note to that, then is there, is there one attraction that you really, really, really want to do that you haven't got to yet? Yes, Indiana Jones. Ooh, that's my favorite attraction. And it's nice. all, and that particular attraction is Disney US wise, Disneyland only. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the one in Paris is uh, uh, very different. Okay, and, and Tokyo and Shanghai, Hong Kong don't have it at the moment, correct? I know Shanghai doesn't. I am not. I it's. We went to every park in like a month. So every now and then there's a little blur, but I I don't (laughs) think they have it in Japan, but I could be wrong. I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Some pretty passionate fans out there. Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah. See, I would like to see pirates done. My guess is if we get a second season, that will be episode number one. Okay. Cause I know Shanghai pirates is completely different than anything else. Yes. Yes, that's and, the unstable millennium. Oh, really? And the ride through I've seen for it is phenomenal. Absolutely love it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go. It's fantastic. Eventually I will. Eventually I will get the family over there. Um, Derek, you got anything else about be, uh, behind the attractions? Uh, nope. Catch it now on Disney Plus, five episodes. Really cool. Really awesome. Um. Like the, the Star Tours episode not only covers Star Tours, but also covers Galaxy's Edge, which I love that aspect as well. Um, so now the original reason why we had you scheduled on the show, a toy store near you. New season's coming up. That's right. It's out. It's out. It's out. Okay. That's right. So tell us a little bit behind the concept behind that, because I've had Amazon Plus or Amazon Prime, and I have missed this. I don't know why. Well, it's there. There's three and it's seasons. Great. 15 episodes, a toy store near you. The original inspiration was to help the stores during COVID get exposure and maybe make a little money. Um, as we were making the show, 
it became quite apparent the public did not like us talking about COVID. So what you'll see is season one is probably 80% COVID related, 20% about the stores and the toys. Season two is the opposite. It's probably 20% about COVID and 80% about the stores and the toys. And season three is 99.5% about the stores and toys. And uh, I would say even like 0.1% about COVID. Excellent. I have watched parts of season three and I love the show. I, I'm going back to on my lunch breaks at work. I'm going to be, this gives me something to watch <laughs> on my downtime at work when I've got, when I have downtime. Um, I got to ask, what was the most expensive item you bought from one of these toy show toy stores <laughs> while filming the show? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the, the Takara version of Megatron. Oh, uh, First episode, I bought that from Billy Galaxy up in Portland. Um, that that uh, that was not cheap. That was not cheap. <laughs> did, did he give you a film rate discount? He didn't give me a discount, but he did include a comic book that showed the guy from the Man from Uncle holding the the Takara version of that gun. So, oh wow. Uh, that, that comic itself wasn't cheap, and then he ju- he just gave me that to be nice, uh, which I I have it on display oh, wow. in the comic book. Oh, that's the best way to do it. Very nice. What's that? Yeah, I'm I'm jealous of that one. <laughs> Derek's our resident transformer guru. Would you say? Sure, sure. Well, okay, between the two of us, yeah, you're more of a guru fan. than I am. <laughs> super fan. There we go. Um, with a toy a toy store near you, I just had that question. And it's just left this is too early for that um what what's been yeah i do there's no zima stop stop pounding those zimas no zimas here just great reasons just great flavored sprite um (laughs) what's been the reaction fan reaction to uh, a toy store toy store near you i want to say a toy store you know i'm told i'm too honest for my own good but uh you know, fuck it. Uh, the reaction to season one was not great. Um, you know, like I said, everybody just kept saying, hey, I'm really depressed about COVID. I was excited to see a show about toys. And to my dismay, it was all about COVID. Um, season two, uh, we got much better response and viewership like almost doubled from season one. Uh, season one, we saw we had a lot of people starting episodes and not finishing them. Season two, I'd say 80% finished the entire season. Season three, though, uh, some of the best feedback of my entire career. And it's it's not the usual feedback. It's very different. Like we got a we got a DM from this guy in uh, Maine who said that he had worked at the same job for 23 years and because of a toy store near you, quit his job and opened his own toy store. Oh, wow. Like stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that started coming out around season three. I got another DM I loved. Five guys piled into a Prius, drove almost 300 miles and spent over $2,000 at one of the stores in season two. So wow. that's why we made the show. I mean, that if, if, if there's any one sentence answer, 
Why did you make the show? That's why. I'm going to say this sarcastically. I believe it up to the point where they said they put five people in a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that, that's awesome. That you know they, how many people they used to pile into telephone booths? Yeah. Hey, they never said it was a comfortable ride in the Prius. That's right. <laughs> but for for them to go and spend two grand at one of these stores, kudos to them. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. that. Like I said, that's the whole reason we did this. Um, kind of want to touch on these. I think you do too, Derek, before we have to let Brian go. Robo yes. Roboforce and Silverhawks. How did this come about? And thank you. And thank you. Silverhawks. Yeah. And thank you. Love those shows. Well, I love Silverhawks. Mm. I don't remember Roboforce. So I can't wait to see that come back. But Silverhawks. Yeah, RoboForce was really interesting. Um, CBS Toys or CBS bought this kind of small toy manufacturer called Ideal. And Ideal was making these kind of small, you know, they were making money, but everything was small. So CBS said, hey, now you're with CBS. Let's go big. Let's go crazy. So they came up with this bonkers line called RoboForce. It was like 20 characters. Most lines launch with five to eight characters. This launched with 20, first of all. Vehicles, it had a giant $400 real robot. Like, like the USS flag was 100 bucks. This was 400 bucks to put it in scale. Actually, the flag, I think, was 110 But my point is, they went all out. Lunch boxes, bed sheets, napkins, everything, toothbrushes, RoboForce. The Monday of Toy Fair, 1983, they announce it. It's the biggest thing ever. Toys R Us orders 2 million units, KB, half a million units, whatever. It's, it's going to be the big toy of 1983. Guess what got announced on Thursday? The TV series, the cartoon. No, Derek's, Derek's favorite show. Transformers. Transformers. And it destroyed RoboForce. Like... They were in post-production on a pilot that was going to air on CBS Mornings. They had soft greenlit an additional 49 episodes. Everything got canceled. So, uh. so we bought that. And then Silverhawks were obviously very tight with Super 7 and Brian Flynn in particular. And we've been trying to do something together for a while. And uh, to say this made a lot of sense would be a tremendous understatement. Okay. So how did you how did you um, choose end up choosing these two? Um, were they were they did you find out their rights were up or? Yeah, with RoboForce, we found out the rights were available, and I always loved RoboForce as a kid. Uh, and Silverhawks, like I said, you know, we talked to Super Seven probably close to every day, so. It, we knew about it long before the public did, and we did a deal with Brian, and that's how it came about. Very different stories. Hmm. Interesting. But we got so, more coming. We got more coming. Oh, oh. Anything you could announce? Oh. Not yet. Not yet. Not even a tease? I, 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 wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be doing our job as hobbyist podcasters if I didn't ask. <laughs> One of them uh, is um, not as famous as Silverhawks, but much more famous than RoboForce. That's a good clue. 
<laughs> That's a lot put out there. It's probably when we find out, we'll probably be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you're right." But it's very, it's perfect. It's just vague enough that to keep us thinking. But yeah. exactly. So, so what kind of plans do you have for RoboForce and Silver Hearts? Well, we're re- we're basically doing what's called we're breaking the creative. So what that means is. We're going to be respectful of the origins, but we're also going to be doing new things in a new way that should appeal not just to Gen X, but to Gen Y, Gen Z, whatever. So it's still, if we do our jobs right, it will, it'll work for everybody, people our age and people much younger. And we're also partnering up with some of the best names, showrunners, directors in the business. So it's we're packaging them the way we package everything. Oh, well, that's very exciting. <laughs> I I'm looking at our at my clock on this end. You said you need to be hard out at seven your time. I'm at seven oh two. We're not going to take up any more of your time tonight. <laughs> Definitely. Bad, but no, I no, do, uh, don't no need to feel bad. We understand. Yeah, we oh, yeah, we totally understand. As always, you're more than welcome back anytime. I mean, I gotta get that fourth ring. You gotta get that fourth, and just feel free to have your people just say, Brian's got a new show. When can you come on? And, <laughs> and we'll schedule it, we'll figure it out. All right, I'll take you up on that. So, uh, thank you again for joining us. Find him online at the Nacelle Company. Check out the shows, The Toy Story Near You, Behind the Attractions, Movies That Made Us, The Toys That Made Us. They're all out there. Check them out. The man's a genius. Great shows, binge-worthy shows that will definitely make you go, wow, I wish I knew more. Thank you again for joining us. It was our honor to have you on, and, and we can't we can't wait to have you back. Thank you both very Definitely. much. It was nice to meet your daughter, Mike. She seems awesome. Oh, it was our pleasure. And next time, like I said, if your kids are around, let them be on the show. We don't care. <laughs> Done. Thanks, guys. So, have a good night, sir. You as well. Good night. Thanks. How's it going, eh? I think it's going pretty good, considering uh, making his third appearance was Brian Volk Weiss, uh, part of the three-timers club um tracy's a part of that and hopefully tracy's a part of that you know she's been on oh yeah she's been on three times right we did confirm that i believe so yeah neil been on three times or just twice that i'm not sure because i know we've had him on wookie radio Mm. i don't remember uh yeah i'm not sure i know i know wow that's a short list if it's just tracy and Mm -hmm. and brian but as you know, Stephanie's probably going to hear this and go, no, I got to come on and be a three-timer as well. <laughs> so, um, she's always well. Oh, yeah. So we have, I totally forgot because, well, it's just been one of those years and it's not actually happening in person. It's all virtual. Comic-Con's going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even realize it until you told me. I was like, oh, sure. Um, so they're doing the Comic-Con at home again. In in many ways, aside from it technically marking the beginning of the geek new year, or as other people would say, the nerd new year, like geek better. Um, mm, me too. It with Comic Con not being live now for the second year in a row. Do you think 
it's gonna lose some of its, its mystique when it comes back, or or do you think it's gonna be like anything else after the return where it was already ramped up to a hundred as it was? Now it's gonna be ramped up. It'd, it'd be like in uh, Spinal Tap. This one goes to eleven. Sure. Why does this one go to eleven? I because it's one more than I, ten. I kind of think it might end up being somewhere in between. So I don't, I think they might be able to come back, but I don't think it's going to, not at first anyway, be uh, as the same. I think it might take them a while to, to ramp back up to what they were. Do you think it's going to be for the better or for the worse? Honestly, I know it's for a, the better, it's, I think. Really? I think, I think... <sighs> I think San Diego Comic-Con, I mean, I've never been. I have no hope of ever going. Uh, hey, um, but say that. I think it's it's money hits right. I'm bringing all I'm taking all of us to Comic-Con. Well, I'm not going to hold my breath on that, but <laughs> well, I'm not either cuz the money's not coming in like it like I would want it to. <laughs> exactly. Um but money came in, I guarantee you. I'm taking this all. Oh, that would be awesome. But I think it's it's become too much, too big, too too. I don't want to say mainstream, but too like it's not it's not a convention anymore. Really, it's just like a something for Hollywood to come and you know yeah throw out all. It's it's become too much of a spectacle. I think is what I'm trying to say. Great thing to say. It's no longer a a true Comic Con. It, it's right, which I think is what killed me with the whole lawsuit a year or two ago. Yes, exactly. With Salt Lake Comic Con. Mm-hmm. A lot of these others that are calling themselves Comic Con that are either going to have to seek permission and pay San Diego the licensing right to use the name Comic Con. Or they just haven't mm-hmm. been, or they just haven't been served yet by San Diego. Um, right. I, th- I think the new argument could be San Diego's not a Comic Con anymore. Yes, there are comic creators there. Yes, there are comic. You know, the companies, yeah. the independents. There are some panels, but that's not the purpose of San Diego Comic Con anymore. Right. Nobody nobody goes there for comic books anymore. Everyone's there for the new shows, new movies. Because uh-huh. you will have people who, if they announce a new Twilight film and it's in the same <laughs> hall as the Marvel presentation, people will sit in that hall because they don't clear the halls. So once you're in, you're in. So if you're going, so you have to get there early, spend all day there just for the one panel you want to see and sit through something like Twilight. And people wonder, why do I have so much distaste Mm -hmm. for Twilight? Well, sorry. You have chick flicks, then you have Twilight. And vampires should only sparkle right before they go poof. Even then they shouldn't sparkle. Well, sparkle as the ash, or as as the, like the charred ash is burning, the embers are burning off. As they're exposed to the sunlight. Um, I watched the first. Okay, I'm going to preface this. My wife was pregnant with my daughter, who you heard earlier on the show. 
I want to say she was six, seven months pregnant when my mother-in-law sent us a copy of Twilight for for us to watch. My wife has read the book. She kind of enjoyed the book, watched the movie. She yelled at me, don't you fall asleep on that couch. Wait, well, there goes (laughs) that game plan. The second, um, it's the whole, she starts griping and complaining. I'm like, um, if you're having this many issues with the phone, can I get up and leave? She goes, I'm pregnant. And if I'm going to suffer through this, you're going to suffer through this. Well, guess who suffered and through suffer it? Suffer you did. Yes. Yes, I did. Do I, do I lose my man card for that? No. I think I gained a bonus for my man because again she was pregnant with my child indeed you don't mess with a pregnant woman if she turns around wakes you up at three o'clock in the morning and says i'm craving this you go to the ends of the earth to find whatever she's craving or you find the ingredients to make what she's craving and you make it and tell her sorry i could what you want is way too far away for me to get to because it's <laughs> in the other state but here's the ingredients i made it for you please don't kill me Mm-hmm. And you pray. So, uh, Pop Insider, you know, we've been, they've been doing their Comic Con exclusive coverage. Monogram has, uh, as they put it, Miss Madeline Buckley. Love Madeline. Um, Madeline's comic, uh, it's Monogram's Comic Con exclusives are, as usual, so dang cute. <laughs> so this year, they have five exclusives for Comic Con. Ex- to start, there is the Hello Kitty Sports Deluxe gift set which is sports themed just in time for the summer olympics that started today i watched part of the opening ceremonies yep uh, I did too. how bored were you uh well i wasn't really yeah <laughs> yeah the part i saw wasn't <laughs> i wasn't really paying a lot of attention now um, when, when they showed them when um, they showed the big still the, go ahead the replays going on right now as we are recording yeah now the big I saw, I, I caught it this morning realizing, oh, it's on. I watched the, I watched the U.S., France, and Japan enter, the, are, those athletes enter the arena. And then the, I saw the, um, the Imagine sing-along. Okay. Oh, I missed that. Kind of cute. And then they showed this big ball hovering over the stadium. I'm like, oh, okay. it's all drones. Those are all drones, little drones that have lights on them and in the shape of a ball. I know that gimmick because we've done that here at Disney, but other things. It looked cool. I want someone to tell me they're not drones, specific drones. But, I mean, it was impressive, but there's just a lot of things I wasn't you know, that big on. Yeah. So, anyway, Hello Kitty Sports Deluxe gift set. It's 40 bucks. Uh, also, two um, that Madeline points out that are in this in the first picture. A Deadpool 30th anniversary three-piece 3D foam bag clip set for 25 bucks. So these are like clips that you could put on your backpack. Uh uh-huh. And Mandalorian 3D foam bag clips. Five piece set, 45 bucks. Each of these sets feature a beloved character in a variety of styles, such as Deadpool is holding money or standing in a birthday cake while Grogu munches on a blue space cookie, rising as hover pram, and more. Uh, the other two sets, there is a Cobra Kai 3D foam bag clip three-piece set, uh, which comes with Daniel in his iconic cream pose, Johnny de- dealing a high kick, and the All-Valley Karate Tournament Trophy. So, uh, and then the other set is a Hello Kitty racing gear theme set, which, okay. And we know from Brian and the toys that made us, Hello Kitty is a pretty big deal. 
Oh yeah. So it's I don't know. Maybe we need to reach out to to them one time to see about bringing people on to talk about Hello Kitty. You up for that challenge? <laughs> sure. Oh, what did I just delete? I just deleted the wrong thing. Hmm. Here we go. Now, Entertainment Earth has some new exclusives coming. That's at Comic Con. Uh, Darkwing Duck, Nega Duck, Q figure. This thing looks gorgeous. Anything Darkwing Duck. Whether it's yeah. Gizmo Duck, Nega Duck, yes. Darkwing. Yeah, love them all. Uh, Steelbeak. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Steelbeak. Oh, yeah. Uh, QMX is making this figure. Uh, it's a five inch figure limited to uh, 2,000 pieces. It's being sold for 30 bucks. Not bad. Hmm. Uh, Mandy Red Miller plush based on the 2018 horror film Mandy. It's a 10 inch plush featuring red as he holds the web and he forges in the whole movie. Not familiar with it, so I'm not worried about it. I haven't seen that yet. I want to see it, but. Uh, Entertainment Earth enamel pin set of four, Comic Con 2021. And these have uh con vibes as the artist alley logo a collector license plate attendee for life badge and the 2021 entertainment earth logo um from who's making this biff bang pow brings this exclusive to entertainment earth straight out of the showtime series dexter uh this figure comes with a removable apron a badge, accessories including rope, a sheet of plastic, and an enamel pin of the show's logo. Uh, it is Dexter Dark, Dexter Morgan himself. <laughs> I, I love how it comes with a sheet of plastic. Mm. They've been, uh, I don't know if they still are, but they were filming Dexter in my area. Really? I thought the show was over. They're, it came back for, it's coming back for at least one more season. Oh, wow. Um, I guess be, because of all the compl- <laughs> complaints about the way it ended. Ah, so they they've done a couple scenes in the city I live in, and a couple some stuff in the city I work in too. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. Now th- this figure is extremely limited to three hundred and four pieces. Uh this next one limited to a thousand pieces. If I had the spare eighty bucks, I'd be I'll consider it. But I've got something else I want to mm-hmm. spend eighty bucks on first that I need to get. Um, Kiss. Rock and roll over three and three quarter inch action figure deluxe deluxe box set. <laughs> the set includes three and three quarter inch figures of the Star Child, the Demon, the Spaceman, and the Catman, all wearing caminos and makeup inspired by photos from the band's first tour to Japan. The four figures come inside packaging inspired by the 1976 album Rock and Roll Rock and Roll Over. Uh, the set is limited to a thousand pieces, seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, I'm not a big Kiss fan, so you can have that one. I am a big Kiss fan, but I mean, I'm not a mega fan. I'm not super. I'm not in Kiss Army, but yeah, this is uh, this is impressive. Uh, Mattel's offerings. Uh, Mattel Creations enters the crowd. Crowdfunding ring with a WWE launch. So apparently, Marvel Creations is slamming its way into Comic Con at home, announcing this crowdfunding where you can, starting today, live on marvelcreations.com, which is going to be the equivalent to their HasLab. Um, hmm. 
The campaign is a partnership with the WWE seeking backers for the Ultimate New Generation Arena. Uh, the set will feature a new generation entrance stage that is scaled to the Mattel's WWE action figures, complete with fabric curtains and light-up frame and multiple pattern loops. The ring itself is constructed like a real WWE ring with plank base, a sculpted frame, fabric turnbuckles, and more. The set will come with an Ultimate Edition diesel figure, this is the first time Big Daddy Cool has gotten the Ultimates treatment and comes with a swappable head, replaceable hands, and his signature entrance vest. Hmm. Uh, as of, so this launched on Friday the 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, to produce the set, Mattel needs 5,000 backers at $250 each before August 22nd. Right now, it has 716 backers. For what? A little over eight hours, almost nine hours. Wow. First day. That's not too bad. Yeah. Now, if it hits 7,000 backers, you unlock the Ultimate Edition Doink the Clown figure. <laughs> Doink the Clown. I take it you remember Doink the Clown. Oh, I remember Doink the Clown, yes. At eight thousand, uh, uh, included Dink the, as well. Oh, I wish, Probably, no, <laughs> but I don't think so. Uh, at eight thousand backers, you get swappable ring skirts, <laughs> so you can swap the ring skirts. This thing looks cool. Yeah, I just <laughs> I have no need for it. Sorry, Mattel. <laughs> um, now McFarland Toys has upped the game with toys inspired by an upcoming game. Enter the Disney Mirrorverse. Mm. They are launching a series of collectible action figures based on the new mobile game Disney uh, from Disney and Pixar games called Disney Mirrorverse, developed by Kabam. Uh, the Mirrorverse is set in a new Divergent universe that is full battle-ready, reimagined Pixar and Disney characters. Fans of the older Disney Pixar movies will also get a kick out of seeing their favorites decked out in battle gear. So, um, there are two McFarlane Mirrorverse collections to choose from. The first features Buzz Lightyear and Jack Sparrow as seven-inch figures, including storytelling accessories from the game and up to 22 moving parts. Wow. Buzz looks cool. All this you can see on popinsider.com. That's a lot of articulation. Yeah. Uh, Buzz is ready for action in his classic green, white, and blue spacesuit, while Jack Sparrow dons his pirate coat and brandishes some sort of fire weapon. Now, uh, the second collection is five-inch figures, which features Sully, Mickey Mouse, Belle, and Goofy. Each figure comes with storytelling accessories from the game and a collectible art card featuring artwork from the, from the game. Belle is depicted in her winter coat, carrying a staff that holds the iconic rose. Um, Goofy wears a helmet and battle-ready boots, lifting a boomerang into the air. Mickey is in his Fantasia garb, carrying an iridescent crystal, while Sully appears with yellow armor on. Hmm. The entire collection will be available. It's currently available for pre-order. Uh, the five-inch collection will hit retail and specialty toy stores nationwide in August, while the seven-inch collection hits shelves in September. There is no word yet on when the game itself will be released, but um, I will be interested in this. Yeah, it could be interesting. I am on. I am on there now. Signing up for updates because I will I will be interested in this game if I can find the right email to enter. Um, 
It's going to be available for both iPhone and Google Google uh, brain systems, mobile systems, which is cool. Uh, Tonk announces a showcase for Comic-Con. Um, the lineup includes a Godzilla movie poster blanket, which features 30 different Japanese Godzilla movie posters from a variety of decades. For a more heroic snug, uh, snuggle party, there is a Marvel blanket that features a collage of 72 comic book covers, including Amazing Fantasy 15, <laughs> Tells Us Suspense number 39, and The Incredible Hulk number one. And sticking with the blanket theme, uh, Karate Kid fans could karate chop their way into sleepiness with a throw blanket featuring the Cobra, Cobra Kai Dojo logo. Hmm. Uh, for those who prefer their merch in the less newsworthy, um, the five inch Minecraft Yellow Bee. <laughs> Figural mood light will brighten up any room while the Narado eating noodles Japanese dinner set is based on traditional Japanese dining complete with the image of Naruto Uzumaki slurping down his own ramen noodles. But wait, there's more. For more puzzling time, the horror room thousand piece jigsaw puzzle has all the slashers under one creepy roof. Once assembled, this Image features nightmares from Halloween, A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Ring, and more. For those who want more nostalgia and less spook, Tonk's Game Night Puzzle features an image of a bedroom packed with hidden details, including a Zelda game cartridge and Super Mario on screen. And then finally, there is a selection of five exclusive Star Wars enamel pins to round out the collection. The designs include the Millennium Falcon, Mandalorian and Grogu, a New Republic pin badge, Boba Fett, and Grogu with cookie. All this <laughs> is available now on toink.com. T-O-Y-N-K.com. The Falcon pin is uh, 20 bucks. The New Republic pin badge is like what uh, they give Cara Dune in The Mandalorian. That's 12 bucks. Uh, uh, the, the blankets are 40 bucks. Actually, no. Godzilla is a 76 by 54 inch blanket, 40 bucks. Marvel is a Sherpa style fleece Sherpa throw, 54 by 72 inches for 40 bucks. And Cobra Kai fleece throw, 45 by 60 inches, 35 bucks. Not bad pricing. And then we continue on with Walmart and their collector con. Now, Day two reveals and pre-orders. We already talked about um, the Black Series and vintage figures over on Wookiee Radio. Um, but we also see uh, day one reveals was Michael Jordan, Jumbo Pop, uh, Funko Pop in his 1992 Team USA Navy uniform. Funko Pop Deadpool 30th Anniversary 4-Pack. Jumbo TMNT 2, The Secret, Ooze, Secret of Ooze, Michelangelo. Uh, Marvel Legends Compound Hulk figure. The Crow Deluxe VHS figure. Uh, and then we've already talked about the Star Wars figures on Wookiee Radio. Day 2 reveals Masters of the Universe She-Ra on Swiftwind Funko Pop Ride. Funko Pop Coin Bag, Masters of the Universe. Funko Pop Four-Piece Enamel Pin Set, Master of the Universe. Power Rangers Retro Morphin Ninjor Flip Head Action Figure. G.I. Joe Retro Stalker. G.I. Joe Retro Cobra Trooper. Retro Cobra, Cobra Officer. Retro Robert Grant Gave, Graves. Retro Collection Cobra Hiss 3 Toy Vehicle. Transformers Red Robot Enhanced Design Optimus Prime. Transformers Red Reforming or Reformatting Megatron. Reformatting. Yes. 
uh, Lost in Space Robot and Will 2-Pack. TMNT Black and White Battle Damage 4-Pack. Okay, I gotta see this. Star Wars Classic Chewbacca Latex Collector Mask. <laughs> and Rocketeer Deluxe VHS figure, action figure. Okay, see, now I'm curious to see what these retro G.I. Joe figures are. Oh, wow. I've, uh, yeah, I've seen, I've seen pictures of them. They look pretty cool. These look like the uh, almost identical to the original figure. Mm-hmm. See, for a minute, oh, I like this Rocketeer figure. As much as I love Chewie, I could do without this mask, especially at that price. <laughs> 60 bucks for it. Oh, black and white battle damage. Walmart figures, TMNT. Mm-hmm. Come in a pizza box. <laughs> 75 bucks though. Speaking of TMNT, mm-hmm. we got some cool things from uh, Playmates and working on actually getting some folks from Playmates to talk about the new TMNT stuff, which we'll have to ask them about this yes. exclusive. Yeah. Uh, so what uh-huh. is it that you got? I got the uh, a box set of villains action figures, TMNTs. Is that something if you saw in the store you would? Now, I'm going to say we were sent these by playmates so we could do a review and talk about, um, but like I asked, is this some, I mean, they came in a nice little package set, right? Yes. Yeah. Is, is this is some, that what you got too? Or, um, I got, let me find my email. Cause mine are in the other room. Uh, cause one of the sets I am also uh-huh. working on trying to get you a set of as well. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. After I saw it, I'm like, Oh, so hopefully you have, hopefully you got an extra that you can send to Derek. Yeah, I got, it comes in this really cool box, and it's got a bunch, it's got some of the cool figures. I really love, I really love the Krang. I'm really, I love that. I haven't decided yet if I, if I want to open them or not, but I probably will. I open everything. Um, I remember, I'm trying to find my email. We communicated. Oh, there we go. What I have is uh, now you got the Ninja Turtles retro villain, retro villains, mutant module, rotocast six pack. Yes. Which is Baxter, Stockman, Krang, Slash, Foot Soldier, Bebop, and Rex, Rocksteady, which yes. is part of the reason why I picked those for you because I know you love Rocksteady and Bebop. And Krang. Krang. Um, There's only one downside about it. And that is that now I want the Shredder and the Turtles and Splinter and <laughs> well, <laughs> which I suppose is the idea. <laughs> I want to go buy the rest of them. I have. They sent me two sets. I got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Retro Rotocast Sewer Lair figure set, which includes Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael, Shredder, and Splinter. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> and it comes in the same type of nice, very nice. same type of box. It's got the carry handle on it, like what you got, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. The other, the other set they sent me, uh, which I'm trying to, they're looking to see if there's possibly another set where they could send you. And this set, I'm going to open because mine, the packaging, I don't know, I don't know where it happened. The the box was. They were all put in perfect, so I don't know where the packaging got some of this water damage before they put it in the box, which I'm okay with. 
because I'm going to take it out of the box. This is a bot. This is a set. I'm going to let breathe. So I'm okay with the, with the packaging, having some water damage. That doesn't bother me. It's the, uh, let me do this for you. So you can see as people are going to hear the ding of Skype. So that's the uh, sewer layer set, yeah. which I'm going to keep. Uh, I'm going to keep that in the box. I, I don't want to open that set up, but this other set will be available next month for free comic book day. If your local comic shop picked it up, it is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Elite Series Black and White Four Pack. Oh, wow. That's cool. Which looks, they look exactly like how they did in the original comics. Yes. Which was the black and white. They were black and white except for their masks, which were red in the comics. It was like the only other color in the comics was the red for the masks in, in certain in certain ones. Um, looking at this box mm -hmm. and this packaging, uh, again, this is official merchandise of free comic book day. I'm not I'm not worried about the packaging at this point in time. That doesn't bother me. Yeah. I'm gonna let these breathe. These deserve to to breathe. Mm. They get to be loosey gooseys. At, and I started coining that term, that and the let it breathe from listening to uh, Matt Cardona and Brett Myers um, wrestling figure podcast. Matt Cardona goes, oh, look, it's a bin of loosey gooseys. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to open this one up and let it breathe. So I, I like the terms. I, I will credit those gentlemen for where I got that term from. And I would love to have them come on and talk about their, talk about wrestling figures and the wrestling, their collections, their YouTube channel is great where they go figure hunting. Oh my God. It's so awesome. Um, so yeah, to see that Walmart exclusive, the battle damage with the pizza box, that would be cool to get to, especially with the, with this black and white series. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I'm excited. So I'm trying I I did ask our connection over our friends over at Play at Playmates Toys uh if they had an extra sample of this so I could get it to you as well. That would be great if they did. So you so you hopefully have one. Uh apparently this set is retailing for hundred and ten bucks. Yeah. Which is wow. Mm. Uh, what are now the sewer set is, uh, 89 99. These are, these almost look like the original figures, right? I believe so. Yeah. And then the set you, you got the mutant module is selling for a hundred bucks or will be selling for a hundred wow. bucks. These are worth it. I mean, when you, when, yeah. you, when you see them, Oh, bebop rock steady look amazing. Yep. Baxter looks great. Crane looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other guy, uh, who cares? <laughs> Slash, uh, yeah, I know him. He's pretty cool. He's a cool character. Yeah. So yeah, these are awesome. So yeah, in the box that they come in, you can't beat that. That makes you almost yeah, it's really cool. It, it almost makes you afraid to want to open the box to look at the figures. I know. And the way that and I have to say, I don't know about about you, but when I open the box, uh, each figure each figure was packed in. With a nice sheet of uh, of um, paper between each one to protect them, and it's done really nice. Yeah, which I'm assuming that's going to be the same way they're going out to the stores as well. So I would guess so, but I would. I don't think we got them that way if they're not going to be sent to stores that way. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, so we will be 
getting playmates back on with us to talk about this line, which I can't wait. I still need, I still need to find a XLR from a Ben 10. Oh, yeah. My, my favorite figure. Hmm. Oh, because it's an audio reference for me. <laughs> I found a Bandai version for 15 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. There's something about XLR I really liked. Apparently, there was a uh, a two-pack of XLR and forearms together. I can <laughs> deal with forearms. He was cool. So, yeah, this is, this is these are great. They really are. Oh, there he is. There's a, a nice XLR. Um, so, yeah, for me... I, I'm interested in this battle damage set. Unfortunately, I don't know if I'm going to be able to order one. <laughs> Pre-order now on Walmart.com arrives by Tuesday, January 4th. I can wait. <clears throat> and I would possibly take these out of the box as well and put the pizza box or carefully remove them from the box and put the pizza box behind them. And these come with two heads, two set or eight, an extra head, uh, Two sets of hands and uh, weapons for each. Donatello comes with a pizza slice and a, and a bow staff. So, yeah, I mean, these are cool. These are so, so cool. I really dig it. I, I'm liking this black and white series. I, I, I'm i down with that. Mm. Um, how much do you know about the robot enhanced design Transformers figures or what they're talking about? They are um, basically kind of like um what can i compare them to so first of all they don't transform um they do have articulation uh and and their sculpts are based on like the the old cartoon and stuff okay so apparently this this is optimus primal they're good figures for like display and everything but uh yes optimus primal from beast wars they just you. They don't transform. So okay. So this but is all cool looking figures. So these are almost a uh, equivalent to like um, Marvel Legends or Star Wars Black Series for Transformers. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, Primal is available for nineteen eighty seven. Should be nineteen eighty four, but anyway. The reformatting Megatron. Let me. See. I like that one. That one's cool. So you've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Let me send you the link over for the rest of these. That one looks. That one, the Megatron one, is is based on the movie, the animated film, uh, when Unicron turned Megatron into Galvatron. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, you're, for you as a Transformers collector, would these be something that would be up your alley to pick up? Yes, um, I haven't picked them up yet, but I've really been. And thinking about it because, like I said, they're really cool. Like, like I have a bunch of Transformers um, on display in mostly in their robot modes, and it's like I was like, I don't know if I want these, but then I thought about it. I'm like, well, I don't transform my Transformers anyway, so <laughs> why not? But they're really they're really good looking figures. The the sculpts are really nice. Now I'm looking back at the retro GI Joe figures, the Cobra Trooper and Cobra Officer. They're showing the figures with helmets off. Hasbro, don't really? you remember? The helmets never came off of them back in the day. Mm. They were molded. Nope. Yep. But man, the nope. extra weapons that these come with. New feature. <laughs> yeah, they also didn't come with that many weapons either. Uh-uh. Uh uh. 
Cobra Officer comes with five accessories, a figure stand. That is, yeah, figure stand. And five accessories. Wow. I'm just going through these. Grunt. I don't, which one was Grunt? Oh, okay. Grunt. I remember Grunt. The the basic Joe. But I, I'm yeah. loving I'm loving the texture on the uniforms now. They're putting more, you know, mm. the, that fabric detail into it. So they're in yeah. they're inspired by the original. I don't remember the Hiss driver being blue. I thought they were red. No, they were black, weren't they? I ooh, I, I was gonna say red, but then when you said black, I was like, wait a minute, were they? Well, this one's in blue. Yeah, I, and apparently they've named him Rip It, R-I-P space I-T. <laughs> so they have named this one. All right, so toy. I'm now Googling his driver. Toy. <laughs> Images. I was right. The original was red with a blue chest plate. Yes. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. So the new one, it was a black hiss. Yep. I believe this new one is okay. Then apparently they made a blue hiss with a urban driver for target only. Oh, that's the new one uh, from 2007 attack on Cobra Island. Gray top. Yeah. With, uh, urban, urban camo pants. Mm-hmm. All right. So what does yo Joe tell us? There's a website called yo Joe. Of course there is the hiss three. Um, rip it was released as part of the 16th series, 2000 packaged with the hiss three. So this is going back to 2003 and this hiss tank number is eight thirteen. Mm. So I am curious. There's the hiss tank. There's two different hiss tanks and then the hiss three. Hmm. According to Yo Joe, and now I'm researching them all. The Hiss Tank had a orange costume pilot. There were two different versions. Oh, no. One was the pilot, and then it also came with a gunner. The pilot was orange with silver gauntlets, black gloves, black boots. The gunner, same thing, but had silver pockets on its side. On its side. This was an orange orange tank unit number and you could it came with unit number 183 with those numbers already together but you could also give it its own unit number so for like we be geeks we could do 1112 which is the month and year that we started the show <laughs> kind of cool yeah this came out in for the 50th anniversary in 2015 uh the his three which we just talked about from 2000 was a toys r us exclusive and then there was another one that looks like it was not a hiss tank. <laughs> so, wow, this is crazy. Insane. Absolutely insane. I kind of like the hiss tank. Oh, yeah. I think I that's love the hiss tank. I think that's one of the things that um, I felt because we kind of almost see it in uh, in the second G.I. Joe movie. Mm. We say we see something yeah. very similar. I'm like, OK, there's the hiss tank. Now we're getting somewhere. Right. Now we're getting somewhere. So, which reminds me, the uh, Snake Eyes movie opens this weekend. weekend. Yeah, I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm going to go this Monday on my day off, or if I'm going to go the following Monday. I don't know. I uh, haven't been hearing good things about it. I want to. So. I want to see it, so I'll. Mm. I'll go. Oh. Also announced today, Hasbro and Mego are doing a crossover. Mego is making a Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow Mego figures. No kidding. Like the old Star Trek, Planet of the Apes, Universal Monsters. Of course, they've come back recently with a bunch of different things like the Brady Bunch and stuff like that. You find them at Target and Walmart in the collector's area. It's going to be a two-pack mm. with Snake Eyes and, and Storm Shadow. And Mego, and 
Mego action figure slash doll format. That'd be maybe cool. Curious to know how much they are. Interest. Yeah. No kidding. So uh, that was Hasbro PulseCon. Wonder if they had. Let me check Hasbro's site. Because they're doing their Pulse PulseCon. There we go. Pre-order now. It's right here on the homepage. Uh-huh. Are you on the site? Nope. You will be here in a second. These look awesome. I really uh-huh. like the look of these. Yeah, they're really cool. I'm afraid to know how much they are. Oh, <sighs> sixty uh, bucks. Horrible. Sixty bucks. Yeah. Two figures. Fourteen accessories. I want you to at Target. I'm looking. Mego. Mego figures go. Okay. First three, I'm. I pull up Doctor Zeus from Planet of the Apes, Young Frankenstein, Igor figure, and Stanley sweater action. Fifteen bucks. So okay, Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow. We're talking an additional fifteen bucks for the light for the extra accessories and the license. Uh, yeah, I think I could do that. I would consider that. Have you seen this Haslab Galactus? Yeah, they're doing. Yeah, that thing's gorgeous. How amazing is thirty-two inches tall? Now here's one for you. Amazing. Did you see the? Uh, I think we talked about this before. The Transformers auto converting Optimus Prime. It's the Hasbro Ro- Robeson. Yeah. Yes. Seven hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the other team up? Nerf and Reebok. These are tennis shoes. <laughs> Not only my colors I would wear, they're all bad. Uh, <laughs> there's only one pair I would consider getting because they're low tops, not high basketball high tops. Interesting. So Haslab. Is that the only current one going at the moment? It's Galactus? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. And then Sentinel. Oh. 400 bucks. Sentinel would have been fun to have gotten. Yeah, that one's cool too. There's your Cybertron Unicron. Oh, I would love to have that. Galactus, I mean. That thing's beautiful. Galactus would have been fun to have gotten. Mm-hmm. i got to win the lottery so I can get all that shit. Yep. Oh, hey, pardon my language. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I forgot what show I was on for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to see what else on here is on here for the... Uh, oh, there's the Ninja figure. You go to New. Oh, I remember these flips. Flip heads. Yeah. There was a lion. Okay, I only know this because a friend of ours had a son who was um, special needs. Is that the right word to use these days? I believe so. I don't remember what the disability was. But he was a huge Power Rangers fan. So we were mm-hmm. looking for the toys wherever we could. Well, I happened to be in the area, found the toys, and bought them. Bought some. Some of the figures for them. The only ones they had were the flip or these flip heads and it started off you can either flip between the helmetless head or the helmeted head oh okay i see what you mean and and that's all i was able to find and he was okay with it and loved him um he ended up passing away Uh, i don't remember what he passed away from Um, Mm. but you know just even then knowing hey i was helping out i helped out helped make his life happy some um yeah so to see that they did this ninja flip head like okay this is this is cool i remember i can't remember these flip heads and this is why and i'm gonna come out and say it now um we are doing oh there's a retro collection snake eyes what in the world 
What is he wearing? I, I don't catch what he's wearing. He's got these straps that are coming between his legs. I don't get what. Mm, perhaps don't you don't want to know. I may not want to. I don't know if it's supposed to be part of a harness or something. I don't get the look of it, though. It just makes it. It's making me going, this looks odd. Mm. Get rid of that. I think I'd be okay with the rest of it. Um, Transformers Generations War for Cybertron Deluxe. Covert Agent Rave and Micromaster. Power Rangers Lightning Collection. Mighty Morphin Pudgy Pig. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this G.I. Joe Legends. All right. G.I. Joe Classified Series, which is the six-inch series. Master Desi- yeah. Disguise Zartan figure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one's awesome. Amazing. Yes. I love it. Uh, Transformers Generation Shattered Glass Collection. Jetfire and IDW Shattered Glass Jetfire variant cover. Uh, Marvel Legends Hercules figure. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. The Cantina Showdown. This is a recreation of uh, Power of the Force set. I think we talked about this. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> of course, Trapper Wolf needs to come with a Cad Bane hat. Mm-hmm. We, we could just keep going with these. The the new figures on here. The new Roblox figure looks great. Beachhead looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Marvel Legends series, MODOK World Domination Tour Collection. MODOK as Elvis. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. Venom looks okay. Yeah. Some of these G.I. Joe figures, what they're doing with them, going back old school. Oh, no. These are based on the Origins movie. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scarlet. Scarlet. That's the way Scarlet should look, not the way she looked in the first film. Mm. Snake and Shadow look amazing. The Ninja Tech Snake Eyes looks great. Oh, man. Yeah. Almost shut up and take my money. Mm -hmm. Vintage Collection Quill. I told you guys what I'm playing, what I'm doing with one of my displays, what my game plan is, didn't I? Which one? I have found in my garage a, uh, um, I didn't realize I still had it, Power of the Force Cantina that came with a, a Stormtrooper in, in the little, in his little probe droid or seeker droid, right? They had the mm-hmm. the white pauldron. I'm, uh, I'm not going to display the Stormtrooper, but since we saw a... Um, since we saw a uh, cantina-like bar in The Mandalorian, and actually the, the cantina from Moss Eisley, even though the others weren't there, I'm going to use the bar. And on one side, I want to do all the retro figures. And on the other side, I want to do the vintage collection figures. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did tell us about that. And yeah. do it mirrored. So at the first two... So if I if I did the lineup from the bar out as Mandalorian, The Child, Grief, Gideon... Cara Dune, Quill, IG-11, it'll go, they'll mirror on the other side. Right. And I'll actually probably do uh, Grief facing each other. That way they can, like, heads both turn like, uh, yeah, who are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> type thing. So, yeah, kind of cool. Um, at this point in time, I have nothing else. We're just, I was just rambling Neither about collectibles and toys going, wish we had money. Shut up and take it. Yeah. And at this point, my uh, tuchus is going numb. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts? Anything? Uh, nope. Even as short as it was, we always had a great time with, with Brian. Um, Masters of the Universe Revelations out. Uh, I know we're going to start yes. watching it as well. Watch an episode of it. Watch an episode of Toy Store Near You. Um, and watch an episode of uh, Beneath the Attra- or Behind the Attraction. 
and then continue on. Um, so other than that, I don't think I have anything else. And you say nope. you have nothing else on that note then. Um, nope. Hopefully we did not leave you asking. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.